G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Another one of our trainers is on the line, Chris, from the Queensland Rokes. Um, Heels You've got a few. I know. It's hard to keep up because Heels doesn't actually send us the text through or the uh, emails as regular as he should as our racing manager. But uh, we try and keep on... On top of things, Hot Spring Gold is racing today at the Sunny Coast, so we're looking forward to that. And Trent Edmonds has one of our horses too, I believe. So um, he's joining us on the line this morning. Hey, mate, how are you? Okay, guys. Yeah, really well, thanks. How are we all? Good. Good. I am invincible out of unequivocal. Um, a, a filly, what can you tell me and uh, our other owners, Ian Healy, Pat Welsh and Brixie here, about our filly with you? <laughs> yeah, Maroon, the... Maroon Magic. There we go, uh, yeah. She... Yeah, that's her. She's she's gone off to the paddock. Um, uh, this rain, this, uh, this rain has just been um, not quite to her liking. So, uh, you know, basically we've been underwater here, as you as you know, yeah. and uh, um, she performed only sort of fair on a pretty wet track at, at uh, a previous trial. So, we thought we'd give her another break and uh, tip her out while it's. Um, Absolutely drenched at the moment. Yeah, I'll let Heels know because we've got that many horses, Chris. I can't keep up with the names. I forgot Moreau Magic. <laughs> Greylander coming back from its gelding operation, Hot Spring Gold today. And there's another one that uh, Chris Anderson has that he reckons is better than Hot Spring Gold. So I'm, my brain is all scrambled. But anyway, let's yeah, get down to the serious stuff. You need a proper I need manager. Heel, I need Heels to lift his game. Yeah, I need Heels to lift his game. But anyway, mate, uh, tomorrow, nice to have the races back. And we might even have a good surface tomorrow. Yeah, um, if we get the fine day that uh, it looks like it's going to be today, you would think Eagle Farm would be um, a good track tomorrow, wouldn't you? Yep, yeah, oh, I think it'll be, if it's not good, it'll just be on the slightly worse side of good. I don't know what's come up this morning, I haven't seen a report, but soft six yesterday, it's bound to be a soft five today. So, uh, yeah, we could yeah, easily. Now, you've, at the moment. you've got uh, Alpine Edge uh, still going around in two races at this stage. Do you have any idea whether it will be the Fred Best or, or the Kingsford Smith Cup? I haven't looked at the scratchings out of the Kingsford Smith. Uh, it's going to have to be the Fred Best, you'd have to have to assume. Yeah. Um, Kingsford Smith, Group 1, he's fifth emergency. Not many, you know, no. not often that five horses scratch out of a Group 1 race. So um, I'm tipping it to be Fred Best tomorrow, to be fair. Chances? You confident? Yeah, look, the horse is flying. Um, we were really disappointed with his first up run back um, on the heavy track at Doombin in the McDipman. I uh, thought we had him in the right spot. Um, and he just he went horribly, horribly, to be fair. I think he didn't appreciate the heavy track. But last start back to um, Eagle Farm in the Doombin 10,000, you know, he was a finished off really well at running six. He was basically nosed out and not beaten far for fourth. So um thought the effort was very good. He was wide and back in the run. Um, obviously, on Trivier was run of the race, but thought he, he uh, produced a very good performance and was essentially back to his best. So um, just a dead-set Eagle Farm horse and yeah. back to three-year-old grade, looking forward to it. 
and um, obviously it's a favoured surface for him. So um, no complaints. Where do you think? Uh, where would you like Robbie to have him in the run? In midfield with cover, mate. That'd be uh, ideal. Uh, we actually took the blinkers off on his recommendation and um, stepping up to the 1,400, I don't see any problem with that. His work is actually every bit as good without the blinkers as with them. Um, so that's something to note there. And, um, yeah, basically we're just taking Robbie's advice. But if he could be yeah, midfield, just a little worse than midfield with a bit of cover and a little bit of speed on in the event, then you know, we'd be happy. Now, another one of your stable stars, the mayor, Mimi Lagarde, not racing tomorrow. When will we see her next? Uh, next preparation. Oh, um, gone for a break. She's gone the, yeah, gone for a break. She essentially has had sort of two and a bit weeks off since July last year. So it's a bit of a mammoth preparation. And I would suggest that we'll probably see her in Melbourne uh, at some stage in the spring for sort of you know, those races that Winter Bride ran in sort of three or four years ago, the How Now and the Northwood Plume, those kind of things. Group, group three, group two, Phillies and Mares, 1200s. Um, and if she proves to be better than that next preparation with a nice break underneath her, then um, that'll be all well and good too and, and pretty well received. And hoping for some uh, drier tracks too, I would imagine, in the spring. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, haven't ironed anything out yet. Obviously, she's only basically just gone to the paddock, but... Um, you know, she could even have a, a start up here first before we take her down south just to make sure that all the wheels are turning in the right direction and um, everything's good with her. But, yeah, hoping for some dry tracks. Uh, we took her to Randwick for the PJ Bell and she never got warm. No. The track was a bog that day, so just forget about that and move on. Now, this filly, you've got uh, Burning Bell that resumed at the uh, the Sunshine Coast on the Polly last Sunday. I'm, I'm really taken with her, obviously. I was first campaign as well. Or as, as as with many others were, she's very impressive, and she put them away so easily last Sunday. You must have been stoked with that. Yeah, she's a, a really nice progressive uh, Bella Spree filly for the on track thoroughbreds team. Um, funnily enough, when she was when she was a bit younger, she showed absolutely nothing, <laughs> and um, you know, just a little bit of time underneath her belt and a little bit of maturity, you know, physically and mentally, she's improved out of sight. So. Um, yeah, she's one to watch for the future, and I think she's only just going to get better and better um, with more racing and a little bit of time underneath the belt. As I said, she she started off, she was uh, not much good, and we were sort of contemplating her options. or hadn't shown a great deal. I shouldn't say not much good, but hadn't shown a great deal. Contemplating what we do with her, and um, decided to give her a good spell and uh, another crack, and you know, the rest is history. She probably should be unbeaten, to be fair. Three yeah. and four and a uh, yep. fast finishing second on her first uh, first start uh, where she ran off the track. So, um, you know, she's one for the future. You talk about the future. What is her future at this stage? You're not going to throw her in the deep end, just take her along slowly? Yeah, look, I think there's a nice race on um, Tats Tiara Day, three-year-old 1,200 metres at Eagle Farm. And I think that'll probably be her next start. We don't need to overtax. I don't want to be racing her sort of too quick, just... We'll give her a soft couple of weeks and then um, build her back into that, that race on Tats Tiara Day. Um, name escapes me at the moment, but it's a three-year-old 1,200-metre race. Now, Trent, just before we let you go, mate, uh, the Gold Coast uh, seems to have copped, a, and the Sunny Coast as well, the bulk of the rain, even though Brisbane's copped a fair bit. What impact has that had on your stable and getting horses into work? I know the races have been transferred to the Sunny Coast a lot, but just from a, a training perspective, what impact has the rain had on you at the Gold Coast? Yeah, it's been disastrous. Um, 
and I suppose we're all in the same boat uh, right throughout the southeast corner. But I think it's easier to maintain fitness levels and, and you know, the horses that are up and racing and, and whatnot, you don't need to do a great deal of work with them because they're already fit and they're already quite well. So it's easy to keep them ticking over. It's the ones that are waiting in the wings to trial and, and sort of get off to the races in the early stages of their preparation. Um, you know, they're the ones that you sort of have a bit of trouble with trying to get them up and get them going and trying to get the required amount of work into them when the tracks are underwater. That's that's the hard thing. Um, the ones that are racing, they're, yeah, they're quite easy. But uh, we're going to have a stack of runners in the next couple of months and it'll be very busy. We just need a um, kind period of weather. Well, hopefully we've turned the corner with regards to the weather and uh, we wish you the best of luck tomorrow and thanks once again for giving us your time. Good luck. Thanks, lads. Cheers. There thanks, he is, Trent, Trent Edmonds. And, uh, yeah, you, I know the amount of racing that we've missed and things being changed. It, it's a logistical nightmare for, oh. for all the trainers and even the jockeys. You know, one minute, you know, they're preparing to go to the Gold Coast. Hang on a minute, I've got to go to the Sunny Coast. And I'm riding, for example, tomorrow, they might have been saying, right, I'm at the Gold Coast. I've got rides at Toowoomba. Mm. The trip from the Gold Coast to Toowoomba is a lot shorter than the trip from the Sunshine Coast to Toowoomba. Yep. Can I, can I make it? Can I make it? Yep. Can I do this? Can I do that? Yep. The trainers, can we get our horses from here yep. to there and all that sort of stuff? And, and it must be hard. As Trent says, you've got a horse ready to race. You can't race. you just got to keep it ticking over mm. all that time. And I mean, you think, well, maybe I better send this horse to the paddock for a rest. I'm not going to get a run anywhere. Yeah. So it's a tricky time. Not as administrators, it's hard. Trainers, yep. it's hard. Jockeys, it's hard. Tipsters is even worse. Mate. I'm not interested in them. But um, <laughs> and the track superintendents as well. You yeah. know, to try and yeah. get the track. I mean, I wonder how much work went into Eagle Farm. I know they had the week off last week, but uh, it would have taken a lot of uh, you know the the top layer of the the track off and dug that up and you yeah. know getting that back to being in good nick for tomorrow. They're you obviously know it, it without squashing you know without getting too far into yeah, the, but they're going to be able to get the mowers on there. That's right, and get know. them off there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Absolutely, so, a lot of issues. Yeah, absolutely. We better take a break here on the punters, mate. It's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season, and it's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight.